Hello and welcome to this week's Independent Music Podcast. Ten of the best new tracks each week, hosted by me, Anthony Chalmers. And me, Gareth May.
Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Independent Music Podcast. I'm not going to say that that's my favourite song that I have for you today, but I'm also not going to say that it's not. Okay, it's a very weird way to open the podcast. Uh, not, <laughs> not the music, but the description of it. It's just, I, I absolutely love that song and I wanted to try to do our open with a banger sort of thing and none of the other songs I have are banging, so... I was just like, well, that's what I've got. That's what I've got to go with. It is a duo from London called Group A. Um, they, I don't know, but I'm a little bit confused because they were a duo for quite some time and then they went down to one member and I thought they were just one member now. But looking at this release, May 2020, it's back to two members again. So that's cool. Tommy Tokyo and the Sayaka Botanic, two Japanese ladies, but long-time London residents, been part of the art and music scene for as long as I've been around here and no doubt longer. And also it's uh, working with some artists for performance, Animals of Distinction is the name of the company, doing lighting, costumes, all sorts of stuff. So yeah, that's the music to go with. Yeah, choreographer and performer Dana Gingras and Montreal media artist Sonia Stefan, as well as a Finnish lighting designer Mikko Heinen. Hopefully I've got some of that about right. Out on Mannequin Records coming out on the 22nd of May. Stunning. Yeah, it's American Records are uh, one of those ones where I sort of think I listen to everything they put out. But actually going back, the last record I bought from them was the Giants One one back in what, twenty eighteen? Yeah, June twenty eighteen, high wasted. Yeah, could be the could be the same one for me. They're one of those labels that I obviously bought something off them at some point and I get mail out from them whenever they release something. So I feel like I'm <laughs> feel like I'm quite in touch. But I'm not sure what's the last one I actually played on the podcast or bought. Yeah, if anyone's looking for a recommendation from Mannequin Records, I would go with the Vault Ambassador Mental Disorder one, also from 2018. There was sort of in quick succession getting two records from them. But that Vault Ambassador one is like pretty thundering. In fact, it's in the same vein as Giant Swan. Nice. I'm going to buy the uh, deluxe limited edition 50 copies only um, of that Group A record, I reckon. Uh, yeah. Can't resist it. I already told Gareth that I wasn't sure I was buying anything for Bandcamp free day tomorrow, but I'm already in. <laughs> That's it. As long as you do it on the 1st of May, which is obviously predates this podcast getting released. So if you did miss that, or even if you didn't, they're doing the next one on the 5th of June, I think it is. Off oh, the... really? They already announced that? Yeah, they've announced the next three. They're doing one a month for the next three months. Okay, nice. As long as they sort of carry on selling stuff on the other days. Yeah, presumably they do enough business the rest of the time so that it's worthwhile. And you know what? It's, I'm not going to... Yeah, I'm certainly not complaining. I'm not going to make comments on... Bandcamp's business model but there's that South Park episode where they're sort of talking about Kickstarter and like essentially you just take a certain percentage of what everyone else is doing and just providing the software so they probably do all that. Bandcamp does content and they have things that they do as well it's not the worst. Oh no Bandcamp have revolutionized independent music for me to be honest in terms of music discovery music buying everything I don't even tend to look anywhere else if the record is cheaper somewhere else you know even if it's a non-uk based artist or label i'll tend to buy it from bandcamp because i know the money is going to the artist and the label and i'm happy for bandcamp to take their cut for setting up that system nice what are you opening with you say you've got no bangers i've got quite a few i've also got one very strange record coming up later but i'm going to start my selection with something from iceland this is you probably don't know me but i'm a bit of a iceland obsessive i 
love the country to bits. I did want to try and learn the language and that is not going to show in me explaining who this artist is. Well, this artist is called... I was going to say, can you, can you say, can I have a pint of beer? No, absolutely not. But, <laughs> but last time I was in Iceland, I did have a... Um, it wasn't a pint, I think it was a third of whale beer. That is a type of beer I definitely cannot recommend. <laughs> whale beer? Yeah, it was great. Okay. Um, but anyway. They'll kill a whale for anything. No, oh, mate, of course. This is, <laughs> so this is an Icelandic producer called uh, Kudaboli. Uh, it's released on FTP, which is a German record label, as American Records is actually. This EP called Million Ara en Held Mir Ungum, and this track is called Million Ara. Thank you. 
killer Icelandic acid there. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I went for, Acidiba. The press release calls it cruel and merciless dystopian Icelandic industrial electro-funk, which is a brilliant label, I would say. <laughs> it's definitely... I actually read that after I'd already decided to put that track on the pod, and I had 100% buy a record that was described like that. I'm sold, and I just saw the uh, large erection that you mentioned before on the artwork that I actually missed. Yeah, that, that was off mic. So anyone listening to the podcast is going to be incredibly confused because it kind of, <laughs> because everyone knows that we're doing this over video chat. So it's just like, and I've seen your large erection you had for play that track, which you know, it's, a, it, it's average week at the podcast. Yeah, I know. It's uh, not far from the truth. It's just a small one, <laughs> small erection. Uh, but, but yeah, that's the sounds of uh, Kulda Boli, uh, Million Era is what I'm going with for the pronunciation. Million Era and Held Me Ungum is the name of. Of the EP released on FTP, also on vinyl via Bunker Records, who I believe are from the Netherlands, but I don't know that for certain. Yeah, I was looking at that and trying to think if I knew who she was, but I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't remember. But I was just like, do I do I know those ones? And I couldn't remember. No, but a little bit more about uh, Call the Bolly. Actually, not a huge amount more. Loads of releases, pretty prolific. Lots of different labels involved there. Uh, lots of the music that sounds very similar to what you heard, but essentially what I mean is fantastic. Great. I want to play you a track from a duo sort of collaborating as a one-off thing. It's Alice Hubble, who we played on the pod last year. She released an album called uh, Polar Lichter, which I, I think we called Polar Liquor or something, if I remember. It means Northern Lights, if I'm remembering that correctly. Speaking about erections, right? <laughs> um, and collaborating with Andy Abbott, him of that fucking tank, and also just a great guitarist and uh, I think promotes shows and just generally been a, a long time member of the experimental music scene up, I think, Bradford Way. Yeah, Shipley is uh, yeah, up by Bradford. Is that about right? Yeah, exactly. So th this part of a compilation called Music Over Distance, which um, no doubt you're going to be hearing a lot of if you're... I was looking at all of the stuff that had been sent to me, all just band camp from previous from labels and artists. I had maybe 20 or 30 things on my email to listen to. And I swear like 20 out of the 30 of them sounded like had a sort of similar sort of home electronic droney sound. I've called it COVID drone. And it's just like after the second or third song, I was just like, I'm not saying this is bad or anything, but it's just like, I can't hack any more of this. <laughs> yeah, I think we, I don't know if we talked about this off mic or on the podcast last week, but I was definitely saying at some point that a lot of this home recorded stuff is sounding very similar it's very much yeah <laughs> electronic drony and it's very hard to create a podcast that's as varied as ours tends to be <laughs> when everyone uh, all these artists are making the same sort of music it's what lo i loved about the russian the yenya i uh, can't remember the surname off the top of my head but the russian clarinet skronk covid one is like at least he's giving it a good stab at something different <laughs> he, he is giving it a good stab but anyway i like this one uh it's from andy abbott and alice hubbley under the name adra hubble the track's called herve el agua something to do with water it's released on signal records out of shipley and from the compilation music over distance and it's out now Thank <laughs> you. 
There we go. That is the sounds of Adra Hubble. Herve El Agua is the name of the song. Alice on synthesizer and the on guitar. Beautiful stuff. Yeah, fantastic. It's absolutely excellent. It was one of those ones, and we've had a few of them recently, where I'd happily just sit and listen to that probably forever, perhaps. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's lovely. Absolutely like woozy, sort of droney in a sense, but yeah, insatiable at the same time. There's a few people here that I know a little bit. Katie English, Fire Stations and the Leaf Library. Craig Tattersall, and there's about 20 tracks on here, you, some that you know, some of you listeners know, but it is Music Over Distance. It's out now on Signal Records and says thanks so much to the artist and to Gareth Brown for the original idea. All money goes to personal protective equipment for NHS workers. Yeah, wonderful and uh, certainly a good cause. Uh, Signal Records, do you know, is it just for this release or is it a bigger label? I can't see anything on Bandcamp here. Uh, no, they've done some other releases here. Phantom Lights, The Nearest Exit, Hurled to the Curb. Not stuff I'm familiar with. Hmm, but it's certainly not just a label set up for this purpose. No, no, done six releases on their band camp. Wonderful. Where should I go next? I think we need something to sort of wake us up after that sleepy... Are you going to play Die Soon? Uh, no, uh, yes, I am. Actually. Yeah, I am going to play DJ Die Soon. Nice. Yeah, I think did a release on Small But Hard Records, I think. I'm, I'm sure I met him in connection with those people at some point, like with, with Scott Chegg or someone from uh, Small But Hard. Uh, yeah, it's definitely possible. It says in the blurb that he spawned from the underground hip-hop scene of London, based in Berlin, Japanese artist. Can't remember any underground hip-hop scene in London, but what do I know? <laughs> yeah, that's uh, one that you didn't go, but you could imagine. But now Berlin-based Japanese artist, as, you know, Shige DJ Scott Chegg also is. And this album called Kappa Slap is his first album, but presumably he's had other releases out in the past. It features a lot of Nege Nege tapes and uh, Hakuna Kalala, Echo Baz, and uh, MC Yalla, which is the track I'm going to play. So... DJ Scott Chegg was also out with the Nege Nege lot. So there's definitely likelihood that both your story is correct and that's how these artists have all come together ultimately. Something like that, I can't. I would have thought so. So this is his first uh, LP. It is called Kappa Slap. Uh, this is pretty menacing. It's great. It's DJ Die Soon. This track is called Kawokada featuring MC Yella. Hey, 
Je pa gamba kubo tsongo bojinyo Kila keswele ube bobo insambe Kuto wanchakele zoku kia Kuko chetana uku kazana atako lanchitari Musiano mutu java tuki Bajibyo uja teba gaza Opanga kuita kubo panga kubuja wo Sipadogo sirimezi sifabutua Kiwa kurungerile Oksari tebutu kasipu danga mkuku Simanie wangona bizinga Atendi kuleti kufu Kaukadamuvire. Tip top bangers. Tip top bangers all the way. I, hey, I don't lie. I don't lie. It's only the record with the erection on it that isn't a banger. Uh, that's yeah, quite. Yeah, no, that was great. Ironic. Every song we've played so far, I've been. I was feeling down to start with, and I still feel terrible. But I am being r- raised up by these beautiful, <laughs> brilliant sounds. Yeah, and I hope that's the effect that we are having on every single listener, raising you up from what is a pretty rough situation at the moment. Um, DJ Daisun Kawakada featuring MC Yella. It's released on Morphine Records. Uh, the Yeah, I just saw that on Discogs. I love Morphine Records. Just Rabbi Biani, uh, the stuff that he puts out on there, so varied, so brilliant. Uh, yeah, it was quite unusual when I, I was like, is this the same Morphine Records that is the one I know and love? Yeah. And well, yes, we played Stefan Frauenberger, but remember like he did four releases on the same day and each one was completely different. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, the um, record label of Morphosis, uh, Seniawa as well, releasing on Morphine Records as well. I did actually, in my not getting played this week, but probably next week, Pio had a, a side project of Seniawa, which is pretty, pretty awesome. Yeah, one of the guys has been doing a solo thing. And yeah, I've been looking on Dysoon's, um Discogs, and yeah, there's a 2015 release on Small But Hard Records just has got an mp3 on there but my brain is functioning it is there it's the right thing that's it it's a true story it's uh it's uh it is there <laughs> but yeah the lp kappa slap is out this week i think out right now uh one of the two and yeah it is bleak desolate but sort of party party as well the track with echo baz is particularly gnarly but yeah so uh, that and some of the instrumental stuff on the record as well is also excellent so nice yeah, well MCL worth it. just killer as well very sad that we're not able to see her in london this month as was planned i was thinking well that was the same night we were djing as well wasn't it that her and deadmaster were playing here in london so both our dj set and the mcl gig have obviously been cancelled or postponed we didn't get the chance to blow off our own set no so it's uh, so hopefully there's no clash when uh, that show does get rearranged but yeah will be killer no doubt Nothing else to say about that apart from if you like it, get it for sure. So definitely one I will have bought by the time this goes out. Nice. I'm going to play you a track from an artist who's played on the podcast many times before, but not in this guise. 
It's the sounds of Samuel Barton. Sam is the trumpet player in Teeth of the Sea and Herva Colari. Cornet player, surely, mate. Is that is that a cornet? You're the brass instrument specialist in the in the band. Is that is that a cornet rather than a trumpet? I believe so. I mean says he a trumpet player on his band camp. Well, he would know better than me. <laughs> Maybe that's because people don't know what a cornet is. But I, yeah, I, I, I was I, sure. Be, I, I, don't, I don't know what the difference is. I was, a cornet is, is smaller, but um, and <laughs> up, presumably in a different pitch, but I don't know. But I, I'm pretty certain in Herva Colliery, he plays a cornet. I'm happy to be wrong. Nice. Well, we will ask him. Or if you listen and know, you can let us know. Facebook.com slash independent music podcast. I music podcast on Twitter on Instagram, independent music podcasts, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so yeah, so Sam is someone I go back a long time with. You probably know his music via one of his bands, maybe, that we played on the podcast before. He's a London-based Welshman, and this is, uh, I, I'm going to say it's a debut solo release. I'm certainly not aware of another one. And um, I really like it, sort of electronic, soundtracky, trumpet goodness. This is called Chime and Pandemonium. It's just up on his band camp, self-release. Pay what you want.
There we go. That is the sounds of Samuel Barton, the artist's name that he's got here. Chime and Pandemonium is there as a song. It's just Samuel Barton one bandcamp.com. And I really enjoyed that the first time round, and I enjoyed it significantly more the second time round. I am a big fan of Chime and Pandemonium as a title for that song. Like big, big fan. Like you've got <laughs> the chime, and then you've got like the experimental electronic noise over the side, which is like the pandemonium. Big fan of literal titles, as you know, listening to the <laughs> independent music podcast, the podcast about independent music. That's what it says on the tin. Yeah, so Sam's obviously found himself with more time since he's a long time uh, working, running the floor in the jazz section at Foils. So he's given me some fantastic recommendations there over the years. So enough time to be at home making some excellent music. Yeah, not just drone, drone electronics. No, exactly. No, the uh, not drone electronics, but trumpet drone electronics. Yeah, absolutely wonderful. <laughs> I wouldn't really call that drone either. It was expansive, wasn't it? So like it was, yeah. Really, really lovely. Look forward to hearing more of what Sam comes up with. Haven't seen or heard from Herva Colliery for a long time. There's a little spell there where I saw them quite a lot and it seems to have fallen up. Well, I think it's just that Herva Colliery gets busy when Teeth of the Sea are on a sort of uh, between album thing, basically. So yeah. Teeth of the Sea did an album last year and played loads of gigs and all of that. And Herva Colliery, for people who haven't come across them before, are two of the three members of Teeth of the Sea. So I think there was just something for them to do while Jimmy, the other member, was off playing with Angel Witch or something else. So um, that's why when uh, Teeth of the Sea are sort of a bit on ice again for a little bit, I think Herva Colliery will come out with more tunes. Am I right in saying Herva Kalari, or however you pronounce it? Is it a Norwegian word for a traffic accident involving an elk? Is it something like that? Is that it... is completely and totally correct. And if you put true. Herva Kalari into YouTube, for example, what comes up is not the band, but it's lots of cars crashing into elks. Yeah. Because I have done that before. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, that probably sounds more fun than it actually is in terms no, of no, like... that's not that's not fun although i remember i did look at uh, one and elks are enormous mm-hmm. they are absolutely enormous just like big as a shire horse and then some that's it uh, my, my dad once drove into a deer and the car was a write-off and the deer was fine <laughs> well wow that is a that is a tough ass deer yeah because deers are pretty pretty big as well i think my dad was driving a pretty uh, shoddy car but um yeah <laughs> him and the car came off second best to the deer it seems uh, but no really nice it'd be really cool to see if there's any more that sam or samuel barton is putting out over this period or even beyond that as well really yeah, really lovely yeah hopefully more music coming from there some music from brazil now for you uh, we've sort of been joking about this uh, big erection throughout the podcast and uh, joking there in inverted commas, obviously. So it's not particularly funny, but it comes from this album, which is a sort of a field recordings, improvised, a live uh, recording of two artists, Kiko Deduzzi and Tiago Francia. They are a pair of musicians from Sao Paulo, Brazil. One of them, actually, Kiko Danucci, you'll enjoy this, and he wrote two of the tracks on the wonderful Elsa Suarez album, The Woman of the End of the World. Oh, nice. I've listened to that album like two, three times in the last couple of weeks. This book has been one of my like at-home lockdown listening to more records, just quite uh, more regularly listening. They're from a reasonably popular band. Like, it's Elsa Suarez and all the members are from another band. Uh, well, there's lots of 
artists on there there's um he's a founder of meta meta and paso torto the two ones that were mentioned here in the blurb of him but yeah it was sort of doing a me doing a bit of digging around discovered the elsa suarez link and the other chap on here diego francia also appeared on the recording of that record which came out in 2015 and is still i know does not feel like that long ago does it it's just such a sublime record and yeah i i would urge you to go and explore it for sure if you haven't already it sounds a lot different to what you're going to hear right now the label putting out is collection petite planets which is essentially just um music that is recorded by filmmaker vincent moon and uh, amongst his travels and then put out into the world this is called toka na banda Tocar na banda, pra ganhar o quê? 
duas mariolas e um cigarro andar. Duas mariolas e um cigarro andar. Duas mariolas e um cigarro andar. There you go. Weren't expecting that, were you? No, obviously I had no real preconceptions. I wasn't familiar with the artist until you mentioned he was on the Elsa Suarez album. But I think I would have had a few guesses before I got sort of a children's squeaky toys uh, with uh, acoustic guitar and something sounding vaguely nursery rhymey. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very unusual, very fun. Kiko Dudisi and Tiago Francia. Uh, Tocardna Banda, name of the track, is released via collection Petit Planeta uh, from Brazil. Uh, it's the project of Vincent Moon. He is a US artist and filmmaker. It says on Facebook that he's uh, actually based in Suriname now, but uh, according to the blurb, he's uh, traveled a lot, doing a lot of field recordings and putting them out. So, you know, Hanoi, uh, uh, Seamus, it says here, from trance rituals in the suburbs of Hanoi to shamanist ceremonies at the heart of the Amazon, or experimental noise music in Singapore to Sufi rituals in uh, Chechnya, a sonic research on sacred and healing music, which sounds like something I would definitely get behind. Nice. I want to play you the latest release from a label that is becoming a fixture on the podcast now. It is magnificent South London label On The Corner. Found out actually randomly from talking to um, Pete from On The Corner that he used to live on the same road as me as well at the same time that uh, we were here, that I lived here and I didn't know. So uh, excellent Forest Hill resident. Ah, oh, is he still South East London? He but, is indeed, yeah. Still a local, still a reasonably local. I can't remember exactly where, but no further than Broccoli or Catford. <laughs> yeah. Basically within uh, one or two miles in one of the directions from where I am, non-London-based listeners. It's an album by an artist called Asher Gamadis, something like that I'm going to go for. He's from South Africa. He's the drummer in the band, the drummer and band leader. It's a jazz record. The new album is called State of Emergence Suite. I have some records from the South African jazzers. And wow, is there some incredible stuff going on down there. Yeah, you're talking about Spazza at Mushroom Hour Half Hour, aren't you? Precisely, for example. So I don't know how he fits in with that. No doubt there's tons and tons of brilliant uh, jazz musicians from disparate scenes in South Africa. Actually, well, Mushroom Half Hour is a Joe Berg one, and this is, he's from Cape Town. But so coming to On The Corner for his debut release with them, and it's great. 
and I'm going to play you a track from it, the third track on the album, actually. It's called Synthesis.
There we go, desperately doing some research there while uh, in the last minute of that song, because I was trying to learn a bit more about some of the artists that were on there. The album's called State of Emergence Suite. The song's called The Synthesis. And the artist's called Asha Gamadiz. You know what, mate? What I found out during that is that that's not quite true. The album's called Dialectic Soul. The first side of it is called State of Emergent Sweet. And the third part of that song is called Synthesis. That's hella confusing. Oh, right. I'm just on the band camp here and it says State of Emergent Sweet. Y- yeah, you know but, how uh, I found yeah. out though, because it says double vinyl LP, Dialectic Soul. And I was like... Ah, uh, yeah, I see there. And I was like, how are three tracks, two, two LPs? Yeah. That makes no sense. You can't have four sides, right, of three tracks. And so, yeah, I, it took me ages to sort of figure it out. But probably longer well, while than Gareth was busy getting the album title actually correct, I was trying to find out a bit more about the artists. Um, on saxophone, has got a guy called Buddy Wells, who's got a really iconic-sounding jazz name. It sounds like he sort of uh, played in a classic uh, jazz quartet from the 50s. But it's also on trumpet, got Robin Fassie-Cock, who, looking him up, he plays in a band called Mabuta, who I have their album. And I was sure that I played him on the podcast sometime. I know that I played him on NTS, but our excellent search function tells me that I haven't. And maybe I just didn't. Maybe I played it some... I thought I played it on like a Miloish Live podcast. Obviously not, mate. I was just like, I know exactly, like, I got a distinct memory, but my distinct memory is clearly complete nonsense. But you are a man with multiple radio shows, right? NTS, Resonance. Exactly. I have the album. I have it on the USB. I remember playing it on NTS. I thought I also played it on the podcast because I ended up getting it because I think Shabaka Hutchins, the London-based saxophone player, features on the album. And that was sort of like how it ended up originally coming round to me. Yes, so new album, new release on On The Corner Records. And I'll give a little shout out because of Pete from On The Corner messaging me just coincidentally while we were recording this, saying that they've just released a compilation called Mayday, Mayday, 100% of the uh, money going to the artists on on onthecornerrecords.bandcamp.com. So recommend you get on that one. Yeah, for sure. On, On The Corner, you said becoming a staple but they are a label we have played a lot i've certainly played a lot in the past you know yeah, both cl- of us. clap sure. clap and uh, uh dj collab uh, people like that it's um we are long-time fans of that record label digging in while i'm talking at the first time we ever played them it's a long time ago i'm down to episode 40 was when we first played on the corner episode record. 40 nice what yeah. was the date for that one 6th of april 2015 we played Kolakuta, Archaic Morning. Nice, yeah, that, that would have been me because I have that on record. In fact, uh, that is uh, by my Discogs uh, medium uh, sale price. It's uh, one of my most valuable records. Yeah. And they've, they've done a repress and it is just not, I was like, oh God, there goes my value plummeting down. But no, didn't affect the value whatsoever. It is the fourth most Valuable record I own by median value on Discogs, £75.94. Is that right? Okay. You uh, going to be selling it? Absolutely not, because it is magnificent. Keeping a hold on on that. Uh, but yeah. I only sell it if I can't remember when I bought it and when I last listened to it and who the artist is <laughs> and if it's more than 20 quid. Those are my conditions. <laughs> Next up from me, and it's like an artist's name I'm never going to be able to pronounce. Once when I saw Wu-Tang Clan live, there was someone in my oh, group. yeah, guys, don't worry. Just pull out the brags. Yeah. yeah when I was seeing Wu-Tang Clan once, uh, a friend of mine was like, oh, is that RZA? 
it does just us just us <laughs> quite amusing and i'm going to do the exact same thing because i can't figure out a phonetic way of saying this but it's t y v y t then a line i y t y i i'll tell you what it's easy to google it's more complicated to say than rizza uh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Uh, but he has a record out on Pinkman Records. Pinkman uh, doing a new series called Pinkman Digilab, which is like a digital only series of records that I believe I may have got this wrong. It, I sort of created in and amongst this crisis, if you like. Lots of drone electronics, I'm sure, but this is definitely not one of those records. Pinkman, if you've never heard of them before, they are sort of a thundering techno label out of Rotterdam. This fits into that quite nicely. The LP is called Untouchable and this track is called Shade Beneath.
there you have it sounds of deep breath a t-y-v-y-t line i-y-t-y-i i don't think i've ever felt so old as trying to say what that artist's name is can you imagine that that artist's name uh topping the bill in a dance festival yeah i could imagine in like sort of a death metal band font <laughs> yeah then that that sounds more like it yeah the, so the, <laughs> name, the t- name of the track is easier shade beneath it's released via pink man records on the lp untouchable sort of that dungeon synth noise there's quite a lot of that going around at the moment i was doing a piece on sort of things to recommend to buy on Bandcamp. and it was really hard not to just recommend loads of immense synth music I think either The Quiet House did it or it was Matt Colgate, Mighty Log Death Man, posted on his face. It was like recommended Czechoslovakian dungeon synth yeah. or something. And I was like, I was like, I, I know what that's going to sound like. Uh, and <laughs> it, it is what that's going to sound like great. Well, it might be, it may be probably, probably good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I was all in on the 2010 uh, Witch House stuff, which is essentially like a different version of a similar feeling. Yeah, for sure. It was the amazing like solo ensemblist that you played on the pod a few weeks ago. That, yeah, Lithuania's finest. Yeah, that is definitely getting purchased immediately. I don't think solo are from the dungeon though. They're like a sort of a bit more I know cheery is a strong word to say that. It's obviously not cheery, but compared to like actual dungeon chains and whips music, I yeah. think it's uh yeah, so, I think it's got a got a little bit of sunlight. But yeah, probably more of a towards the end of the night when someone's opened the dungeon door. <laughs> the window's open, yeah. a little bit of light's coming in. Yeah, that's it, the uh, sun's coming up. Uh, no, that, that music is more like nighttime driving music, I would say, sort of like that, that sort of uh, Tron It makes style. you feel like zombie zombie, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I get you, but it's such a great record. And that was actually... It's it's interesting, like, doing a weekly podcast because there's some weeks where you just get a couple of people actually mentioning the same track and you're just like, bloody hell, I've got to go and listen to this way more and invest some more time in this. And that solo ensemblist one was the one that week. And actually, from the last couple of weeks, that was the one that people seemed to love above all others. Nice. Well, I was planning on doing a show with them, but obviously there's just no shows anymore. But when all this is over, and hopefully when gigs come around again, I will be getting them to London for sure. Yeah, the other one that I'm getting excited about that you were going to have over in London is Gong Gong Gong. Yeah, let's see. Who knows when, buddy? Yeah, Chinese uh, sort of blues garage rock music. Great stuff. Yeah, I doubt it's going to be this year, but you never know. Yeah, we had like 200 signups for the free show that we were doing. It was a lot of interest. Um, Yeah, hopefully sometime soon. It's another one where actually it was a night I couldn't do. I think I was away. I think I was meant to be on holiday. So you're responsible for all of this. Yeah, so you exactly. can see gong gong gong. Yeah, exactly. It's I actually see. really good for my gig schedule, this. <laughs> well, the last one from me is a London based sort of duo called Amnesia. This is actually sort of recorded between says here, recorded between 2010 and 2012 and assembled in 2020. The half of the band that I know is Max Leonard Hitchens. They used to put on a night called transient consolations putting on some proper esoteric music even by our standards like scratchy noise drone weird stuff and max has been around uh, yeah just do, did weird music in london for many many years haven't heard 
from the musically in too long, but uh, sent me this along. And I think it's really, really great. It's a duo with another person called David Schwery, who's uh, also drums, guitar and vocals with Max Computer, guitar and vocals. I'm going to play you the last track from the album. It's called Shiner's Observation. It's up on Bandcamp and this is the, the last track on it called Stampy O Lonesome.
There we go. Absolutely love that song. It's my favourite from the album, but the, the whole thing's great. Amnesia is the name of the artist. Shiner's Observation. Not really sure the band is still going. Maybe they are, but whatever. It's new music. It's released uh, now, uh, this week, and you can get it on Bandcamp. Um, just uh, six pounds. Six pounds for the album. Six pound bargain, though. So I was not expecting the vocals to come in there. Yeah, beautiful. It really elevates the song. Yeah, it really does. I was like, Ooh, this is really great and nice and pleasant. And like halfway through, I was thinking, but do I really want to hear another three minutes of it? And then the vocals <laughs> came in. And yeah, elevate is the right word for it. It's just that ingredient that it needed at the right time. I was just on Gareth's uh, sort of band camp profile um, and I found clicking through from the fantastic article he did promoting uh, good things to band camp for the free day. And it seemed that he follows 1,640 people on band camp. Yeah. That is, that is a lot of follows. But mate, I am like a real follow slut. Like it doesn't take much to get me giving something a follow. I do unfollow <laughs> stuff as well, but if there's like, a label you've played or an artist you've played or one I've played or discovered or someone I know has recommended something, I'll just follow it and then I'll get the emails. I get, I'm going to say about 300 emails from Bandcamp every single day from like artists, <laughs> new releases. No wonder, or, no wonder you don't get your email account down to two emails like me. No, but it all goes into a folder. I mean, I clear out the Bandcamp one pretty much every week and I looked at it earlier. In fact, I've got my email in front of me, I can tell you. I currently have 1,613 emails on Bandcamp that will have all come in in the last week. I have six unread emails in for everything. Yeah, and 
One of them is from Bandcamp. <laughs> but my previous three emails that I've marked as read were from Kit Records, Box Records, and Riot Season Records, all from Bandcamp. Thanks, Bandcamp. Thanks for being great. Yeah, but uh, it's just Bandcamp's a great place for music discovery. It really is. It's, you know, like I said earlier on in the pod, it's one of the places I just always go and find music. And it's we can't my say go-to. any more nice things about them, though, because we need to get them to give us some money. <laughs> If we're giving them all this free advertising, what the hell are they going to pay for? Well, speaking of that, we got a new patron this week, the wonderful Ooh Sounds, which is a label we've played a few times on the pod, but we played last week. And in response, they became a patron of the podcast. So thank you so much for the support. Uh, yeah, it really means a lot. And all other record label listeners use only a couple of pounds a month. You can support us uh bring this podcast yeah that's it i mean three thousand two hundred and something artists and labels we played on the podcast i like unique ones as well we played rocket recordings about a hundred billion times Uh, so (laughs) but unique artists and labels well over three thousand also want to give a big shout out to our latest donor robert who gave us a really generous donation that will help see us through and help bring this music to the ears of many thousand people that now listen to the pod and if there's no gigs in four months time it may also pay for my dinner yeah exactly you'll um, <laughs> you'll pay for a tenth of your palace season ticket when it comes when we're allowed to go to the football game a palace gonna give us any money guys uh, i've no idea this isn't the time for it <laughs> but but yeah we could talk about that afterwards with a few beers but no Speaking of Rocket Recordings, I am going to close the podcast with possibly my favourite band. Like, I realised this when they played Raw Power a year or two ago. Was it last year or the year before? Last year? Yeah. So uh, They have played more than once, but last year is the one you were thinking about. Yeah, so they were a band I kind of discovered or sort of fell in love with at Raw Power many years ago when they played and then realised last year that they were amongst my absolute favourite bands. It is Nod, who have many brilliant records they have a new one coming out on rocket recordings as a collaboration with uh, yalpe felipe who actually anthony played on the podcast a couple of weeks ago like two weeks ago i think yeah that's right he's a wonderful portuguese drummer and it's fantastic in the blurb to it it says nod first met up with yalpao felipe at the milioista festa event in barcelos and it's funny because obviously we were at that festival and you were obviously hanging out with nod and i was also sitting around somewhere <laughs> and yeah it's really wonderful like, that i could have been present for this somewhere within yeah. a stone's throw <laughs> exactly well i will probably have been within a stone's throw apparently they bonded over a gong that he had made, Yalpe Felipe had made in the shape of a skateboard. So that's how they bonded. And a couple of years later, here they are making music together. The album, it's out on the 3rd of July. It's called Facha de Fogo. That is obviously badly pronounced. The track called Facha de Terra. It's released on Rocket Recordings. And yeah, thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week.